Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Welcome to the Gaming Ride Home podcast for Monday, August 17th. I am Kyle Hilliard. Here's a whole bunch of video game stuff that happened recently. Nintendo is holding an Indie World Showcase tomorrow. Ghost of Tsushima is getting a surprise co-op mode. Master Roshi is coming to Dragon Ball Fighters. The Persona 5 anime looks like it is coming to Funimation's streaming service. And Microsoft Flight Simulator reviews are very positive. Nintendo is doing an Indie World Showcase tomorrow. It's not a proper first-party Nintendo Direct, which is all the internet wants right now, but Nintendo will be sharing an Indie World Showcase tomorrow. Nintendo tweeted this morning, The next hashtag Indie World Showcase is headed your way. Tune in on Tuesday, August 18th at 9 a.m. Pacific time for roughly 20 minutes of information on indie games coming to Nintendo Switch. It is odd that Nintendo has not done a proper direct presentation this summer. You'd think they would have already been planning things to show at E3 before the show was canceled, but Nintendo has always been a company that likes to do its own thing. I still think Nintendo is embracing the fact that it does not need to generate an E3-style presentation and will just announce its games individually, like it did for Paper Mario The Origami King, which I believe is the fastest, potentially best-selling Paper Mario game ever released. Nintendo released a trailer for it, Everyone focused on that. It came out. Lots of people bought it. And now they're focusing on Pikmin 3. They have that release trailer out. Everyone will focus on that and presumably buy it. And then Nintendo can release the next trailer. Nintendo Directs are exciting and fun because you get a whole lot of news at once. But for Nintendo's purposes and, you know, frankly, financial bottom line, this is probably the better approach. I still hope we will see what would have been Nintendo's E3 presentation at some point, though, in the form of a Nintendo Direct. But regardless of all that, I am excited about the Indie World Showcase. Along with seeing weird new stuff, often these kinds of presentations mark immediate releases, like a cool-looking game will be shown, and then it ends with, and it's available now. That's always cool. My pie in the sky, probably not going to happen hope for this Indie World, is that Hollow Knight Silk Song is one of those, and it's available now, games, tomorrow. It's unlikely, but, you know, that's my hope. Ghost of Tsushima is getting a co-op multiplayer mode. I expected Ghost of Tsushima to get content updates, and I've still got my fingers crossed for a larger expansion or some kind of DLC, but one thing I didn't expect was online co-op. Developer Sucker Punch, as far as I know, has never really messed with multiplayer. I believe Sly 3, Honor Among Thieves, had an offline multiplayer mode, but otherwise, they have always been a single-player studio. But later this year, Ghost of Tsushima will get a free multiplayer expansion. I was going to summarize the PlayStation blog detailing the mode, but it's so succinct and explanatory that I'm just going to read most of it. I hope that's okay. 
The blog post comes from senior game designer Darren Bridges, who writes, Legends is an entirely new experience. It's a separate mode that doesn't follow Jin or the companions from his journey, but instead focuses on four warriors who have been built up as legends in stories told by the people of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima's single-player campaign focuses on an open world and exploring the natural beauty of the island, but Legends is haunting and fantastical with locations and enemies inspired by Japanese folktales and mythology and an emphasis on cooperative combat and action. We designed Legends to be an exclusively cooperative gameplay experience. You will be able to partner up with friends or via online matchmaking and play Legends in groups of two to four players. Each player can choose from one of four different character classes, the Samurai, Hunter, Ronin, or Assassin. Each class has unique advantages and abilities that we'll reveal in the future. With two players in Ghost of Tsushima Legends, you will be able to play a series of co-op story missions that escalate in difficulty, building on the foundation of combat from the single-player campaign, but with new magical twists that often require careful synchronization with your partner. With four players, you'll be able to take on wave-based survival missions, fighting groups of the toughest enemies Tsushima has to offer, including new Oni enemies with supernatural abilities. If you can best the story and survival missions, you may be confident enough to take on the four-player raid that will arrive shortly after the launch of Ghost of Tsushima Legends, sending you and your partners to an entirely new realm to challenge a brutal, terrifying enemy. That blog post is linked in the show notes, which also has a trailer for the mode. The blog concludes, again, promising more details on classes and character customization in the future. I love Ghost of Tsushima. It's my personal favorite game of the year so far. I want more Ghost of Tsushima, but if I'm being perfectly honest, I don't know that this is what I want from that game. That hinges mostly on me, personally, just really adoring single-player experiences and rarely ever really getting excited about multiplayer games. The mythical setting of the various levels and stuff, though, that element looks great. The trailer shows some of those areas, and they look really cool. Master Roshi is joining Dragon Ball Fighters as a fighter. Bandai Namco has revealed who is coming next to Dragon Ball Fighters as a DLC character, and it is, thankfully, not another version of Goku or a more recent Dragon Ball Super character. I love Goku, and I like Dragon Ball Super a lot, but I just have a soft spot in my heart for the classic characters. Master Roshi is coming to the game in September, and there are some interesting things about him. He's wearing his most recent outfit as seen as Dragon Ball Super and the Super films, which you know, isn't particularly interesting or memorable, and he doesn't beef up into that super muscular mode, or at least he doesn't in the trailer. He does a finishing move in the trailer called the Evil Containment Wave, which is from the original Dragon Ball where he traps bad guys in a magical jar, and in the trailer, they show him using it against Piccolo, which is exactly how Roshi used it, or at least tried to use it in Dragon Ball. I have a, a weird relationship with Dragon Ball Fighters in that I am more interested in learning about it than I am actually playing it. I went on the Dragon Ball Fighters cover story trip for Game Informer, so I got to visit the developer, Arc System Works, and learn about the game, and I love watching it be played and learning which characters are coming to it, but in terms of hands-on time, I've only played it for about like an hour or two. It just takes a lot for me to get into fighting games. Maybe someday I will really get into it, but... For now, I am more than content to just learn about it and watch it be played.
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. It looks like the Persona 5 anime may be coming to Funimation's streaming service. This is certainly one of those tangential sort of video game things, but... Funimation is teasing that the Persona 5 anime, which is the anime adaptation of the video game, might be coming to its streaming service, or it is taking the reins on dubbing it. It's currently unclear, but all of this stems from a tweet from the official Funimation Twitter account that shared an image of a red and black bullseye with a hat and a flaming mask on it with the tweet text, We just got this? Question mark? In the game, you know, the image they shared, that's the Phantom Thieves' calling card, which is something they hand out as a warning of intent that they are coming after you. The card has the letters and number P5A on it, which, you know, stands for Persona 5 animation. This is good news, or, you know, potentially good news anyway, because as it stands right now, if you want to watch the Persona 5 anime with English dub, you have to buy the box set, which is coming out next month, for $300 for the full 28-episode arc, which, in the age of streaming and, you know, even occasional Blu-ray box set purchases, that feels absurdly high. Or, at least it does to me, you can go buy full 100-episode-plus series of sitcoms for significantly less than that just by going to your local Target or Walmart. That English dub on that box set, from what I understand features most of the voice actors from the game. So I imagine that dub will be the one airing on Funimation, if, of course, that's what this tease is even for. I'm making a lot of assumptions here, but as a Funimation subscriber, I hope that that is what it is, that the English-dubbed version of the Persona 5 anime is coming to Funimation. Microsoft Flight Simulator reviews are online. Microsoft Flight Simulator is out tomorrow, which is when I planned on mentioning it, but I wanted to talk about it a little today when I saw some of the reviews go online. It turns out that people who had the opportunity to play the game in advance really, really liked it. The game is currently sitting at a 94 on Metacritic, and the most notable review at the moment comes from IGN, who gave the game a full 10 out of 10, which really surprised me. It's One of those games that I had optimistic hopes for and assumed a niche group of players would really enjoy, but seeing that 10 makes me think this is a game I really need to spend some time with. Seth Macy reviewed the game for IGN and wrote in the opening sentence of their review, Microsoft Flight Simulator is the most incredible experience I've ever had on a computer. 
And then they ended their review, writing, Microsoft Flight Simulator is legitimately incredible. It's difficult to fully describe how amazing it feels to jump into a plane and have the freedom to fly to and from literally any place in the entire world. The base game's 20 included aircraft feel like more than enough for even hardcore aviation enthusiasts, and the ability to adjust the assists to tailor the experience to whatever skill level you desire makes it suitable for anyone looking to fly the friendly skies from the comfort of their home. The real-world mapping data, however, takes Microsoft Flight Simulator from being just an impressive game to the most awe-inspiring simulation I've ever experienced in spite of its less-than-stellar load times. Seeing famous landmarks, landing at the world's most recognizable airports, or just touching down in a remote landing strip in South America is mind-bogglingly cool and an absolutely unparalleled way to virtually explore our world. That review is linked in the show notes. Other reviews are similarly positive, but you know I'm eager to read more as they are published online. I wasn't expecting to download Microsoft Flight Simulator tomorrow when it releases, but I guess I have to now. There are really no big notable new releases that I could find for today, but the Pokemon company did announce that the recently released Pokemon Cafe Mix has been downloaded 5 million times across mobile devices and Switch, and to celebrate the milestone, a handful of bonuses have been made available. If you log in before August 29th, you will get 5,000 golden acorns, a bunch of whistle puzzle powers, and Grookey will be hanging around as a special customer until August 25th. I eagerly downloaded Pokemon Cafe Mix when it released because I like mobile games that reward progress with the opportunity to expand your home base. Like, you know, the best mobile game, you must build a boat. But I was pretty underwhelmed by the core puzzle gameplay. I played it a bit, but never really went back to it after that first session. Maybe this will encourage me to give it another shot. Beat Saber received a Linkin Park music pack today. It adds 11 Linkin Park songs to the game, the band's biggest hits, apparently, and a custom new tunnel. I am not a Linkin Park fan, but I am always happy to see new bands coming to Beat Saber. Someday, they will hit an overlap where they feature a band or music group that I'm a fan of. I look forward to that day. That's it for gaming news today. I officially started Creeks last night. I really like its opening moments. There's no dialogue or text of any kind, and you just basically walk through a mysterious door in what appears to be your home, and you enter into this huge underground lair with robot dogs that will attack and kill you. It's very mysterious and weird. And I have been pretty instantly engaged. I am eager to see it to the end. A lot of folks recommended Creeks to me because they know how much I like Limbo and Inside, and they were saying that it kind of has some of that energy. And I can totally see where they're coming from with that. It has, it sort of has the same sort of mysterious element to it, but it actually, the game that it reminds me of immediately is the Oddworld games. That seems like the closer comparison. And it's also the series I'm less familiar with, but so far I, I really like it. I think it's really interesting. My wife and I also finally started truly playing Deadly Premonition 2, A Blessing in Disguise because it has finally been updated to allow you to invert the Y-axis for the camera controls. We decided to restart it, assuming we had forgotten a lot, but it turned out we remembered way more than we expected, so we jumped back to our old save and picked it up from there. We got far enough where we were skateboarding around the town and met the town sheriff, who was refreshingly eager to let the FBI take over the murder case. 
So often in media, police officers are loath to allow the FBI to take over an important case. But I liked how this sheriff was like, I'm in way over my head. You can take over and I will help you with whatever you need. So far, it's really weird. Doesn't make a lot of sense. The animation is stilted. The frame rate is still not great, even though it has apparently been improved. The dialogue is just wild, so it's, you know, basically exactly what I expected. I am looking forward to playing more. If you have corrections or just feedback in general, feel free to send me tweets or DMs to either at Kyle M. Hilliard or at Gaming Ride Home, or you can send an email to kyle at ridehome.info. And please consider leaving a review for the podcast wherever you listen to it. You can also check out my Twitch account, Kyle Impersonator, where I am playing through something new. I'm still playing Halo for the moment, but maybe later this week I will start something new. I don't know. We'll see. You can also find me on the MinMax Show for more long-form video game discussions. I will talk to you more about video games tomorrow. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.